Hey there, you're listening to Scale with Success, the podcast built for course creators. Welcome to season two. You're going to notice something different this season, starting with this episode. You won't just be hearing from me, although I'm not going anywhere. I've invited Carrie Price to co-host with me, adding her perspective to the conversation as a former brand messaging coach, one of the first coaches inside Scale of Success, and now our director of marketing. We'll also be incorporating interviews this season to share different perspectives with you. So be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss any of it. We're kicking off this season talking about a major challenge that you are likely struggling with right now inside your online course business, the money objection. If you're constantly hearing that your course sounds great, but people are not purchasing because they don't have the money, that could be a symptom of a deeper problem in your business. Today, we're diving deeper into why this objection is coming up and what actions you can take to turn this challenge into a major opportunity for your business. So if you feel like you are struggling with the money objection, then pull up a chair because we have a lot to talk about. So stay tuned. My name is Caitlin Batcher, founder and CEO of Scale with Success, and I'm on a mission to help course creators all over the world grow their business in a way that is profitable and scalable. Together with my co-host and director of marketing, Carrie Price, we're sharing revealing conversations about what it really takes to scale an online course business to millions of dollars per year. Join us here to discover the tough decisions we've had to make, the biggest failures we've had to bounce back from, and the learnings that emerged every step of the way. We are so grateful that we have the chance to share it all with you right here on Scale of Success, the podcast built for course creators. Let's get started. So today we're talking about what it really takes to package your course into a specific irresistible offer that will overcome objections and sell on autopilot. So here's how to know if your existing offer is standing in the way of scaling your online course business. So I don't know about you, Carrie, but one of the things that I noticed that is kind of a a symptom or a sign that someone's offer is a little bit off is that over and over again, people hear from their audience, from prospects that, hey, you know, your program sounds great, but now just isn't the right time for me to buy. Maybe it's because I'm either too busy to make this a priority, or maybe it's because I don't feel financially ready to invest. What about you? What are your thoughts on that? Oh, totally. I think we all can relate to that feeling where they're giving you all the indications that like, this sounds like exactly what I need, but then there's some excuse or some reason why now's not the right time or they just can't afford it. Like, I think that's the excuse. Everybody hears that. I just can't afford it right now. Yeah. And like, first of all, I just want to be clear for those that are listening. Yes, there are some people that genuinely cannot afford the product that you're selling. We're not saying that those people don't exist. But what we are saying is that there are a fair number of people in your audience that are using that excuse that they don't have money 
when what they really mean is that perhaps they don't understand the value of what it is that you are selling, right? Like, because I know if we did a poll like right here, right now, and said like, uh, you know, for everyone listening, uh, how many of you have ever heard the excuse? Well, I would love to buy your course. Sounds awesome. But I just, it's just too much money. Right. Yeah. And I think it's because it's relative too. like, we value different things differently. Like this is an example that I, that I talk to people a lot about. This is going to, this is going to sound weird, but like, I remember, and still to this day, if I buy a two liter of soda in the store, I feel like a dollar is too much. Like if it's over a dollar, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's really expensive for a two liter of soda, but you'll spend two seventy nine to get a medium soda when you get takeout. And that doesn't feel like it's too much. So we see the value of the thing that we want at the time we need it. And it's about making sure people understand that. Yeah. So I remember when I was uh, selling my Facebook group course way back in the day, and I had my great big Facebook group. And I remember I would see this, I don't want to say her name, but I would see this one person and she was constantly posting in my free group, the same kinds of questions over and over and over again. And it would drive me absolutely bonkers, not because they were bad questions to ask. They were great questions to ask, but it would drive me bonkers because the course that I was selling was specifically designed to solve all of those problems. And I had messaged her before and said, you know, hey, like this is actually, you know, a product that I sell that I think could really help you. And I remember distinctly her saying, you know what? I actually don't think that product is right for me. I saw the webinar, but I, but I don't think it's right for me. And in that moment, I just thought, okay, something is up. Something is up. I need to go back and kind of look at this webinar and see what the heck is going on. Because she was literally like, it would have been one thing if she had said, you know what? No, it's just not right for me. And I could tell by the questions she was asking that she was actually not a right fit. But no, the questions that she was asking, all the things that she was kind of struggling with were exactly the things that my course could help her solve. Yeah. Isn't that funny? And it kills you to see that. It kills you to know you have an answer to the struggle that they have. And you're like, I don't know how to make this any more clear. Like, that's exactly what I do. That's I can help you solve that. So you don't have to struggle with that anymore. It's, that's the hardest thing to feel as a course creator. Yeah, 100%. So if that's you, if you're someone who has ever had the experience of someone saying, you know what, now's just not right, the right time to buy because I don't have the funds or now's not the right time for me to buy because um, I'm just really busy. If that's you, I really want for you to keep listening because what we're about to dive into is some popular mistakes to avoid when it comes to improving your offer, right? Because a lot of you listening are probably just like me back in the day when I had that realization moment of, oh my gosh, this one person in my free Facebook group is perfect for my course. She has seen my webinar and she doesn't get it. She doesn't understand how this course could really help give her the results that she wants. And so if you're just like me and if you're listening, I want to make sure that we cover some common mistakes. These are really popular mistakes that I see people make time and time again. And so I want to kind of go over those to make sure that these are, if you are doing these things, you can stop doing them. And if you're thinking of doing those things, don't do them. Are you ready to dig in, Carrie? Yeah. And let me just preface by saying, Caitlin, you're not kidding when you say like 
so many people make these mistakes, right? And it comes from, we're just trying everything we can to help people understand the value. So if you're making any of these mistakes, just know there's no judgment in this. We just want to help you avoid this because these are traps that are easy to slide into and there's a better way. Yeah. And also believe it when I tell you I have made every single one of these mistakes. <laughs> um, and I'm sure you have to carry. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That's why I'm like, no judgment. We all do it. <laughs> yeah, totally. So the first mistake that we really want you to avoid is we don't want you to lower your price so more people will buy. Now I get it. I totally understand how triggering it can be if, you know, someone watches your webinar and then they email in, they're like, you know what? This was just too expensive. Like I would love to buy, but it's just too much money. I totally get how, because we're entrepreneurs, because we're course creators and we love to solve problems, we're thinking to ourselves, oh, the price is too high. Okay, great. Next time I will lower the price. Problem solved. (laughs) Well, not so fast. What are your thoughts on this, Carrie? No matter what your price point, someone's going to tell you they can't afford it, right? So if you start lowering the bar and then you keep hearing that, that's really frustrating. So just know that it doesn't matter how cheap you make it. Even people who feel like they need to give it away for free, like somebody is going to have some reason why, or it's a dollar. There's going to be a reason there. So definitely don't lower your price. And so this is going to come really from a branding perspective. If you don't value the transformation that you know that you can help people get, they're not going to value it either. So by lowering the price and discounting it and thinking that that's the way that people are going to be like, oh, well, now it's a no brainer. I'm going to jump on that. You're going to be really disappointed. Okay. Yeah. That's a really good point. Like I can imagine, you know, if you have an offer that is really meaty and is really designed to give someone that big transformation, if you lower the price too much, that could actually communicate to the people, the very people that you are trying to reach, that it's not that meaty of a course, right? You could actually underprice yourself, and that could make someone value it less. And kind of speaking to what Carrie was saying also about, you know, no matter what the price point is, you're going to have people say that, it's totally true. I, I remember at one point we had a little uh, engagement kit that we were selling for like 20 bucks and we would have the same thing. Like people would email in, they'd ask us a bunch of questions like, well, like $20 is a lot of money for me. I want to make sure da, 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 whatever. And you know, the reality is, is that if they weren't clear on whether or not that product was for them, that's not really a money issue. It's a me issue because I didn't adequately, you know, hit their specific pain points, not to make them be in pain, but to make them aware of kind of what their problems were and how my specific product could actually help them solve those problems. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's so hard to, when you're in it and you're in that position, it's so hard to see that. And so again, for those of you who feel like this is where you're at or what you're where you're leaning towards, this is totally normal because we feel like we're responding to what our audience is telling us. Our audience says, oh, if it were cheaper, then I could afford it. But at some point, you know, Caitlin, you're totally right. If it's so cheap, they're going to be like, well, it can't be that great if it's that low price, right? If I, if I really know, I get to that point where I know I need help and I'm willing to invest in that. I want something that's really going to help me. And if it's too cheap, it just won't feel complete. 
Mm, I love that. If it's too cheap. It won't feel complete. You can put that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, kind of this other. Th- so yes, when people are having a hard time selling their offer or when they constantly hear, you know, oh, it's too expensive or, oh, I just don't have time to do it. Or, oh, I'll just wait until next time to buy. When you're hearing these pieces like that, you definitely do not want to lower your price. Another thing that you don't want to start doing is adding a bunch of extra stuff to it. Now, when I'm talking about extra stuff, what I mean is extra lessons, extra bonuses, extra one-on-one calls. Like, I get it that you're trying to add value to what it is that you're selling, but I promise you that the the problem is not that you don't have enough stuff in there. That's never the problem. The problem is they're not understanding what the true value of your offer is and what it can really do for them. Yeah, please don't add a bunch of extra stuff. Like, I when I purchase courses and I see like, oh, and there's all these things... All that does is make me feel overwhelmed. Like, wait, oh my gosh, I have to do all those things too. And where do I start? And what do I really need? Like, I'm ready for an answer and I'm ready for help. I want it like dialed in. I can go get more information elsewhere. I'm looking for somebody that knows how to weed through all of that for me and give me the things that are going to get me transformation the fastest. Yeah, a hundred percent. And like, even like, that's something that I know we work on with our uh, scale with success clients is you know, we have a really specific methodology for actually determining what the bonuses are, what needs to be included inside your course. We are all about streamlining and not just creating a bunch of, to be honest, kind of confusion, right? Because if I don't know if you've ever been on uh, like a webinar before, and they're like, and there's this, and there's this, and there's that. And you're just like, what? Like, I don't even remember why I signed up for this webinar. What am I even doing here? Uh, and so we, like, we've spent a lot of time and effort on really honing that process. And it's so, it's always so funny when our clients go through it and then they're like, oh, now I get it. Now I see why nobody cared about da, 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 da. Um, so yeah, it's, it's funny. Sometimes more is not more. More is not more. More more can be overwhelming, right? Like think about no matter what it is you want help with, let's eating healthier, right? If I, when I hired a nutrition coach to help me, I wanted her to tell me like, here's the guidelines to work within, not here's 500 different ways that you could do it. And so pick what you want. Like, that's not what I'm paying her for. I'm paying for her to narrow down the choices so I could get results faster, Exactly. Like, show me the simplest, fastest way to do it. That's what I care about. I don't want to do a bunch of extra stuff. I want to do the bare minimum to get results. (laughs) Totally want to do the bare minimum to get results. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So what happens? I don't know. You probably see this in our program to carry where sometimes people start out and they kind of feel like, well, you know what? I haven't had any luck selling this course before. And so I think the real problem is that, you know, my niche just isn't the right niche, or maybe I need to start targeting different people, or maybe the topic of my course, just nobody cares about. Maybe there are only five people in the world that, you know, care about my uh, Instagram marketing course, 
And after that, I'm just like totally tapped out, you know, tapped out my audience. Maybe that's the case. What do you think about that? Yeah, this one, I, I know it's so common for people. Now, let me just caveat this by saying, I am a firm believer in getting really clear on your niche. And sometimes that means that you need to change your niche. But really what it usually means is that you need to narrow and get more specific instead of completely changing. So I think sometimes people think like, oh, well, I'm told I've got a niche. I've got to be specific. But they take that to like make a right turn and and completely change what they've been doing. And really, it's more about fine tuning. And so like. Yes, you might be encouraged or, you know, you might be thinking about, oh, I need to to change a niche, but think of it in terms of getting narrow. What that allows you to do is speak more specifically to an audience where then they're like, oh my gosh, she really gets me. You're in my head. You know exactly what's happening, but it doesn't mean like this niche, this, this group of people must not need the thing anymore. You just haven't found the right way to talk to them yet. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And there's something that you said that really stood out to me was, you know, about it's, it's, it's really about fine tuning your message and getting more targeted in the people that you're trying to reach. It doesn't mean that you need to choose an entirely different audience, right? Like if you've been marketing your, uh, your product to dentists all this time, it doesn't mean that all of a sudden you need to start marketing your product to teachers. What that means is that maybe you need to get a little more targeted. Maybe you want to target dentists that have a general practice, or maybe you want to target orthodontists, or maybe you want to target a dentist that have their own practice or dentists that work for someone else. So there's a lot of different ways that you can really optimize your niche, but it's very rare. I'm trying to think right now, like, has there ever been a client where I've literally told them that is the wrong, that is the wrong niche? You need to totally change it. I no, I can't, I can't think, think of one. a specific example where you're you're like, this is never going to work. Like you need to think about doing something different because no matter what you're into, there's billions of people on the planet. There are plenty of people that need help with that thing. No matter how insignificant it feels to you. In fact, it might feel insignificant to you because you're an expert in that, because you already know how to solve the problem. And there are so many people, they wouldn't even know where to start, but they have an interest. So don't give up on them and don't change a niche and like have to start all over. (laughs) Like that's a lot of work. (laughs) Yeah, that's just it. And it's kind of like, it's like solving the wrong problem. The problem is not that you have the wrong niche. The problem is that you don't know how to effectively communicate the value of what you're selling. So let's talk about some of the things that we want to make sure that you do uh, in order to really improve your offer and enroll more students. What's kind of the one of the more important things that, that you can think of right now, Carrie? Yeah, so for me, it's always going to come down to clarifying your offer, knowing how to talk about your program. And this will be a whole nother topic for another day, but like your offer is not the same as your course. Your offer is really how do you speak about it in a way that gets your audience super excited? That's totally near and dear to my heart. I'm all about messaging, Caitlin, you know that. (laughs) 
And it's also like the very first thing we help all of our clients do in the program. And I, what I really love is watching all of their wins and their aha moments and the clarity, like you, you were sharing earlier, how even getting clear on how to determine your bonuses, people are like, Oh my gosh, like it's seemingly so simple, but it's so powerful and shifting everything you do and how you market your course. Yeah, I think just, you know, again, this whole thing of like, you do not have to start from scratch, right? Look at your existing content that is inside of your course. How can you really streamline that so that it's in alignment with a really clear, specific promise? You know, a lot of times people ask me about like pricing and things like that. And I think that when it comes to automated webinars, uh, the price points that I see working the best are somewhere kind of in the range of $497 to $1997. There's not to say that anything falls, that it won't work if it falls outside of that range, but that's kind of the sweet spot that we are seeing with our clients. I mean, I will tell you that like yesterday in the Facebook group, someone was like, I sell a $2,500 offer, you know, and this has been working great. And that's awesome. But there's always outliers. But I think that that kind of price point, especially if you're selling something that is that solves a very specific problem, I think that works really well. Yeah. And it's interesting. You talk about like the higher price point, like how that is an outlier and it could work. I think what I see a lot or hear a lot is people being really nervous to raise their price to 497. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes back to what we were talking about earlier. Like, oh, they're afraid my, my market, my niche, they can't afford that for whatever reason. So I'm, you know, it, it needs to be lower. But when you have confidence that you know you can get people transformation and you know that you're communicating it in that way, people will pay to get results. And if you've got that packaged in such a way that it's really clear to your audience, there's no reason why you can't get it to 497. It might not be right away. Like you might work up to that as you, you know, really dive in, but there's no reason why it can't be. Yeah. I mean, I can think of one of our clients in particular right now, she's selling her course for 997. But when she started working with us two years ago, she was selling her course for 197. Now, did she all of a sudden start selling it for 997? No, she didn't, right? And we're not suggesting that that's something that, you know, we think you should be doing. Um, she took baby steps towards it, right? And was able to find a, a kind of find a pace that was right for her. And of course, over time, she was improving her product, um, helping her clients get even better results. And so it was a gradual thing. She didn't overnight just all of a sudden decide, oh, I'm just going to, you know, raise my price from 197 to 997. I would never, I don't think that would ever be like a good strategy, but it just kind of goes to show. And I remember her specifically, here's someone who said, my audience can't afford it. There's no way that my audience would pay 997 for a course because I'm even looking at my competitors and they're charging less than 197. They're charging less than me. Why in the world would I charge more than that? And, you know, this is someone, like I said, like we started working with her over two years ago. And right now she's like, um, I think last year was her first million dollar year. She did it amazingly well. Um, But like, it takes time. It's not something that you just like all of a sudden, you know, decide to do. Yeah. And I think that methodical approach to like working up to that, it's really a great example of just 
what we help all of our clients think about in terms of, because I, I remember watching her journey as she's grown, right? And she was really uncomfortable. It's like, okay, well, let's test it. Let's raise the price a little bit and let's see what happens to your metrics. And, mo- and she's like, oh, wait, I'm still converting. And now I'm more profitable. Okay, let's raise it a little bit more. And what happens to my metrics? And so I think that helped her like gain confidence in her own decision-making in raising that price and, and getting it to the point and letting her audience prove like they, we really want this and we're willing to pay for it. Yeah. And I think in doing that too, you really have to be clear on what are those internal obstacles that your audience is facing when it comes to making the decision to buy, right? Because it's like some people have this idea in their head that they're like, oh, I'm just going to raise the price and everything's going to be exactly the same. No, like you can raise the price, but your marketing also has to improve to make sure that you are doing a better job of, you know, overcoming those objections. And in order to overcome those objections, it's really important that you begin to investigate the real reason people aren't buying. It's not always, we talked about this earlier, in some cases it is money, but in the majority of cases, it is not just money and it's not just time. And so it's really important that, you know, you get people on the phone, you ask the right question to really kind of tease out, well, what is really going on here, right? Like, what is the real reason? I, I understand that you're saying, it's, um, you know, that uh, it's the price, but, you know, we also know that if you, that if I offered to, you know, sell you a, like a Lamborghini today for, you know, a hundred dollars that you would totally take or a thousand or 997, you would find the money and do it. Cause then you knew that you could go ahead and uh, resell it and get the value for that. So like, what's really good, you know, what's really going on here. Yeah. And I love what you said, Caitlin, like you've got to get on the phone and talk to people about it because we make assumptions what we think the like the objections are or the reasons for buying or not buying are. And that's what we talk about. And then we wonder why, you know, oh, it's it, they don't see it. They're not getting it. It's not till you speak to them specifically and you know how to draw that out and you get the real reasons and you're like, huh. I don't think I would have thought that that was it. But if I start speaking to that, does that resonate with people? And again, then as they're, you know, interacting with you in your marketing and they watch your webinar, the whole time they're like, whoa, you're like totally in my head. How did you do that? Because you really understand your audience in a way that they're like, you, you must be the expert that can help me because you really get the problem. You really get what I'm concerned about. And you're showing me that you can help me fix that. Okay. I'm in. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that's when like, that's kind of a, a great example of one of the ways that you can work on kind of overcoming the objections inside of the offer itself. That is, that's kind of a little advanced strategy. Like we do, like we kind of save that for our clients a bit, but it is once you're like, when you really think about what it takes to create an offer that is irresistible to the right people, because we're not talking about enrolling people that are uh, that are not a good fit for your offer, right? But when creating an irresistible offer that someone is someone who is the perfect fit, who could really benefit from that product that you're selling, being able to craft the offer in a way that overcomes that prospect's objections inside of the offer itself 
that's when it becomes truly irresistible. Yeah. And I can just, I, I love seeing this with our clients. And so for those of you who are listening, who don't feel like you're there yet, I love when our clients share the feedback that they're getting from their prospects and their new clients. They're like, wow, this was a no brainer. Like you laid it out. I knew, I knew exactly, um, you know, why I needed this and that you could help me solve that problem. It completely changes the dynamic. And it's one of the things I love most is just watching this for our own clients. Yeah, I love it too. So I'd love to know your biggest challenge when it comes to creating an irresistible offer that people just can't wait to dig into. So send me a DM on Instagram and let us know. Talk soon. Are you ready to scale your online course business so you can impact the lives of more people and create real change in the world? Join us inside our signature program, Scale of Success, where you'll get the content, coaching, and community you need to successfully implement our proven process to help you scale so you can start reaping the rewards of running a highly profitable online course business. Scale of Success is a multi-year group coaching experience built for online course creators who are ready to scale their business to and through $1 million with certainty as a result of having the right support at the right time. What are you waiting for? Click over to scalewithsuccess.com and apply now.